0: Welcome back to another episode of The Scores Table. I'm William Robbins, joined as always on this beautiful Bobby Benilla Day. Bobby Benilla,
1: excuse (laughs) me, Day, joined by Julian McKay. Yeah, well, a a happy Bobby Benilla Day to you too. You know, shout out to my man from the Bronx, still collecting interest. He's in his 50s, he's overweight. He's teaching financial classes at Arizona State University, I believe. And still making more than half the MLB facts bro no Bobby Bonilla is a legend dead ass however I just want to give a shout out to all of Brooklyn right now yesterday was the best day in my existence as a basketball fan there has never been a better day there has never been a better day
0: and I'm not and I'm gonna call it as it is yesterday was up there for me too
1: yeah oh my god it
0: was incredible incredible it's for different reasons but we'll get there now before we even start let's get get to the main part of the podcast I need to apologize to all the listeners out there. If you hear any loud explosions, bomb sounds, fireworks, anything like that, that's my fault. Um, I live pretty close to Prospect Park, and it being close to uh, the 4th of July, there has been fireworks nonstop. So I will do my best to mute my mic uh, when I start to hear one or if I'm not talking to try to avoid it. But... For what I can't, I apologize
1: uh um, yeah, we're gonna, we'll, we'll be good, we'll be good, you know shouts out to all my Jamaican people, all my Bayesian people, all my Trinidadian people in Brooklyn today is you know fourth Fourth of July, like you said coming up the city the city is in a beautiful state right now, and the Brooklyn Nets franchise is in an even better state than the city is yeah, i mean today today is uh All right, so so let's start off with the Nets. Let's
0: start off with the Nets. Okay, okay. Uh, There really is no better team to start off with. I mean, they have to be pretty much the winners of free agency so far, even though, and we'll get to it in a little bit, um, I think the people are over-exaggerating just a lot, Uh and we'll get to that in a second. Um, The Nets make out with uh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and DeAndre Jordan. They have their big three. (laughs) Also... I, I know, I know, it was probably not Sean Marks who called that a big three. Yes. But the fact it that out. it's out there, the fact that it's
1: out there, it's hysterical. Oh, it's pretty laughable, because Karis LeVert is the third person in the big three. Let's keep oh, it 100 100%. Hey. Obviously, obviously. DeAndre Jordan, essentially, is like, here's the thing. I hope there's no governmental members listening to this, because I've never paid taxes before, and I'm 21 years old, so I should probably have paid taxes before, but I've never paid taxes before. DeAndre Jordan is paying a tax. That's what he is. He is a tax. Yep. Who knows? Any production from DeAndre Jordan, some rebounds, some blocked shots, some alley-oops, some made free throws, which he's actually doing now, weirdly enough. Maybe he can actually be a good teammate because he has friends on his team who thank, thank God for his friends. Yeah. He should be thanking his friends right now. He should send – he should clean Kevin Durant's house today. <laughs> he, should, he, should get, he should get a, a bucket of soap. A mop, a Swiffer, and get on his hands and knees Screw and clean Screw that! His he should house. he
0: should be paying for the first few months of Durant's rent. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Because <laughs> if it was not for this, DeAndre Jordan signed a four-year, forty million dollar deal. How much did you think DeAndre was going to be getting this free agency? Uh,
1: somebody would have given him maybe probably like honestly, I think DeAndre would have gotten one or two years, six or seven million apiece. Okay. Uh, I was thinking even worse than that. I thought he was going to be a vet minimum guy. I disagree. You know why? Because like we're going to get into later this he's podcast. He's got name recognition. A, he's got name recognition, and B, there's some dumb fucking teams out there.
0: That is true, and we will get Whoever. to some of those dumb teams in a little bit. <laughs> this this offseason already screams summer of 2016, and that's not a good thing.
1: Yes, that is so, 100% true.
0: So let's, let's start off with the Nets here. Kyrie Irving, four-year deal. DeAndre Jordan, four-year deal. Kevin Durant, four-year deal. It's, uh, it's a good time to be a Nets fan.
1: It really is. And here's the thing. Brooklyn, here's the thing. Brooklyn is the best borough in New York City. Everybody knows how I feel about Brooklyn. I'm not originally, I've never actually lived in Brooklyn. I do. Um, but, yeah, shouts out to you. <laughs> um, but, you know, Brooklyn's the borough where I've always spent the most of my time whether working, hanging out, whatever. No, it, Brooklyn is the best borough. Deadass, that's a fact. Here's the thing. Brooklyn actually hasn't had the very best basketball fans before. We've had fans, but people haven't really tuned into the games that no, much the- on television, not great ratings, and also not great attendance. And that have been dead last in attendance the last three years. And the first two years, I completely, uh, completely understand. Last year, a tiny bit concerning. Here's the yep. thing. If Brooklyn doesn't support this team, there's a problem. Oh, I fully agree. Brooklyn I, fully agree. I, I, though, I think Brooklyn will support this team I really do I think there are a lot of people who are trying to be Nets fans also the Nets are just cool right now they were cool yeah, last year and now with the amount of celebrities that are ambassadors for the team like my man Joey Badass, who actually helps recruit KD and actually kind of predicted it a few uh, a few weeks ago when he interviewed with uh, Angie Martinez uh, power 105 shout out Angie Martinez and once I got to go up to her show uh, in my last internship anyway um <laughs> But you know, Fabulous, Fifty Cent, Jay Z, still obviously the whole the whole Rock borough, Nation, Even though yeah. even though he doesn't own the team, you know, he's still he's still very active with Rock Nation. Exactly, exactly. And I think that um, well, I mean, now Rock, Na- Rock Nation's got their uh, got Kyrie Irving is KD with Rock Nation. I think he I is. I believe right? he is. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's a huge. That's a massive move for Rock, Rock, Rock Nation. Nation. Is uh, Rock Nation is turned into East Coast Clutch. Seriously, they've got people in every sport. Uh, you know, I remember they had des Bryant back when he was good. They had they still have CC Sabathia, my man. Anyway, Robinson Cano, I think. Yep. They've here's yeah. the thing. This this, this offseason is massive for the Brooklyn Nets fan base. Yep. Fans need to come out, support this team, and I really think they will. That's why I think this move is this these moves are oh, it's significant huge. beyond a basketball sense. It's, oh, it's, it's a, huge. it's absolutely transformative. Huge. Potentially, it's the massive. Nets, the Nets have to be the winners
0: of the off uh-huh. just based on the fact that they got two of the top four players available. Yes. They got they got the best player, or sorry, the second best player available in Durant, uh-huh. and they got the fourth best in Kyrie. Yes, the I, I'd, I'd put number one as Kawhi, number three as uh, as Clay Thompson. I think that's probably fair. I would um, agree with
1: that. I would definitely agree okay. with
0: that. Um, now. Can I now? No, no, for remember for for uh, optics' sake. Julian's a Nets fan. I'm a Celtics fan. So I feel like everything I say is going to come off as a salty Celtics fan. <laughs> a um, Celtics
1: fan that lives in Brooklyn. Just... Yeah, I know.
0: But, <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's what happens when you grow up in Massachusetts. So for for transparency for transparency's sake, yes, my team's uh, uh, face of the franchise left to go to Brooklyn. Which makes it also the best day of the year for me, too. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I I have been in Prospect Park all weekend. I am feeling good. Kyrie Irving is no longer on my team. I could not be happier. Now, I'm going to give DeAndre Jordan, before we even get anything else, DeAndre Jordan is getting the honorary Bobby Bonilla Award. For contract most likely to be stretched and paid out for for years after signing,
1: that w- that would likely be a fact. As far as also with um, I mean Nick Claxton um looking really like, good um, yeah. that guy. I think Nick Claxton could really be better. Jared Allen, if Jared Allen does get traded, um, yep. which it looks like that might that might yep. be the case. It
0: looks like um, that's gonna be the case.
1: Yeah, and I you know I think that that honestly will probably happen. But hopefully by that time, you know whatever. KD and Kyrie will already be putting a legacy on the borough, and maybe, maybe KD and Kyrie will wise up and notice that DeAndre essentially is dead weight. Yep. That he needs to go and there's better options than him, like a Nick Claxton and, and like right now a Jared Allen. Yeah. However, but right now I honestly, I'm happy to just put my faith in Sean Marks like I have and it's paid off so much and Marks has made gambles in the past and they've paid off as far as taking chances on Dinwiddie, Joe Harris and yeah, Russell trade could have really backfired on him. It could have. It could've could've, really, really could have. Um, and it also, honestly, the Alan Crabb trade could have backfired a bit on him. I wasn't mad at that trade. You were a lot more skeptical because of the Nets. Ske- skeptical? I, I downright gave it an F. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree because I like Tory and Prince. Yeah. And the Nets only really really. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. I thought you meant acquiring Alan Crab. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean uh, getting rid of him to the heart. Oh, yeah. Then I give that an A. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now it looks like an A definitely definitely yeah. um and you know the the Nets were just shrewd you know they did a hell of a job and just getting back to the point though um DeAndre Sean Mars is g- gonna figure it out he's gonna do it he's gonna do it
0: yeah no I I need to I really need this to be clear because everything I say I actually like the Nets you know that the Nets are my second favorite team yep um you you know that that has been the case I go to a lot of Nets games uh because I live so close to the arena uh-huh. um and they, I, I'm happy for the Nets to be good. So this is, I swear to God, this is not me talking as, as like a vengeful Celtics fan because that's not how I am. Yeah, I'm vengeful towards Kyrie, not to the Nets. <laughs> so so let's, let's just get that out there. I like the Nets. Uh-huh. That being said,
1: get Julian, to point, Will.
0: <laughs> as, a, as a Nets fan, tell me how the Nets have the second most NBA Finals bets.
1: That is ridiculous. That is, here's the thing. Earlier in this podcast, in the history of the, in the odyssey of this podcast journey, I um, laughed at Vegas. I was like, because I, I just didn't know, I guess. I was like, bro, what the fuck does this Vegas know? They're just a bunch of like gamblers and like, I don't know. Like, what do they know about basketball? It's just a bunch of like betters and stuff. And you told me and you you were probably right that you know these people really do know what they're talking about. They and do, I'm yeah. sure they do most of the time because you know betting is a serious thing. No, However, no, the,
0: the odds makers know what they're doing, not the gamblers. Yeah, the,
1: yeah that's what I mean. I mean the odds yeah, makers. Yeah. Here's the thing. These odds makers, odd makers are smoking something potent. They're smoking something of <laughs> of of that will blow your brains out if they think the Nets are winning the championship this year. The or Nets are not winning the championship. They don't.
0: The Nets, the Nets have, like, like, the, like, the eighth highest odds or something. But but bettors are putting... Like, the Nets have had the second most bets placed on them to win. <laughs> um this is and, the best thing and that I, ever
1: happened to the Mafia. So many Nets. people are not going to be able to pay the money to, because they lose the money off the Nets. This is the best thing in the Mafia's history since, like, 1987.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just I I don't and I say this respectfully again the Nets team next year is going to be worse than their team this year. No, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Okay, so let's, let's 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 go through. They repl- so it sounds like Jared Allen's going to get traded.
1: Kyrie's a better player than D'Angelo Russell. Let's start there.
0: Yes, De- Kyrie is a better player than DeAngelo Russell, but a huge part of the Nets them winning was th- was their chemistry and it was it was the fact that they were all playing for each other. You go, to, you watch the Nets play, and it and that I believe was the number one reason they won games is because of their chemistry.
1: I agree, but here's the thing: the one of the and biggest the, reasons and, behind and the the one of the biggest sorry to cut you off, but the, one of the re- biggest reasons behind the Nets team chemistry is because of the Nets culture and their belief in their culture. If the Nets didn't believe in their culture. They wouldn't have signed uh, wasn't, Kyrie. In wasn't cases. the
0: Celtics culture like the best in the league before they traded for Kyrie? They had made the yes, Eastern Conference Finals two years in a row. Brad Stevens yes, was, but, was the new god. Yes, but here's the thing.
1: If Hayward doesn't get hurt, then it's a I totally don't know different what season. happens in that situation. Here's the thing. I blame Kyrie a ton for that whole Celtics thing. I've been outspokenly against him. However... That Hayward thing is a big asterisk. If, he, if not for the first five minutes of the Celtics' season the, the year before last, this whole thing might just have taken a completely different start. Oh, I agree. If Hayward, if Hayward doesn't, doesn't snap his leg in half
0: five minutes into their first season, there's a very good chance that the Celtics' lineup this year is Kyrie, Gordon Hayward, and Anthony Davis.
1: What's another banner in the rafters?
0: Exactly. And that's, and that's not inconceivable. Not at but all. But it doesn't, it doesn't happen like that. But one of the main problems that Kyrie Irving had with Boston, one of the main things that set him off, is that he was so mad about the Gordon Hayward situation that Hayward came back last year and wasn't the same player he once was. hmm What if that happens with Durant? I just... Durant is going to be 32 years old, coming off, from the single, coming off the single hardest injury to recover from, having not played basketball in 18 months.
1: That's fair. That's completely fair. But I would say two things. Now, a, no, the
0: gamble is worth it for, for
1: Brooklyn, obviously. Yeah, it is. That's what I'm saying, honestly. Because I don't give a damn. If that, if that situation does happen, and maybe it does happen, you know what? You can trade those guys and get something for it. And the Nets can do a, a res- can press the reset button. If yeah. that happens, fine. But th- if this is a change you have to take. Levert, I think, is actually the key to this next season. Levert hasn't actually played. I may be wrong about this, but I'm not sure if Levert has actually played a completely healthy season. No, He's got he nicked not. up around the way. Last year, obviously, he almost had that completely Hayward-esque catastrophic injury. Yep. And probably it wasn't the case. He didn't break his leg. Um, he recovered and was compl- obviously his old self, not only down on the stretch, but during the playoffs when it counted the most. If Lavert keeps that form that we know that he can get to, because remember, and this, I'm, I'm not talking to you, Will. I'm talking to the podcast listeners, our mm-hmm. beloved listening fan base. Also, we need to we need to, um, uh, we, we need to come up with like a fan base name. You know, like Nicki Minaj's got like the, like, the, the beehive. <laughs> Beyonce. Beyonce's got the beehive. You know, we yeah. need like, Score hive or like table hive or like okay we'll we'll figure that out we'll we'll we'll, out. we'll brainstorm we'll that out. rather
0: than throw out bad things right now
1: yeah I shouldn't be comparing Beyonce to us I mean obviously we're us but um <laughs> <laughs> anyway um uh but but Levert was gonna be the man lavert yes. was the guy everybody was talking oh, about there, there's a total well. Is this be an this mm-hmm. there's,
0: there's a total revisionist history here and it's the same thing how um. How, what happens if Kyrie doesn't, or sorry, if Gordon doesn't get hurt, let's say Levert doesn't get hurt last year. Uh There's a scenario where we're looking at it where Levert was the leader of that team. He's the one that maybe makes the all-star game, not D'Angelo Russell. Uh And then what happens? Who knows? And we're looking at it totally different because that injury really did set him back.
1: Um, And obviously it's understandable. I completely agree with it. And also something that stuck out. Um. Obviously, we can't release the sources of this information. I feel. Like, I feel like fucking Shams Charani or whatever <laughs> his name. Is. This was a new woes out here. But um, LeVert, one of the most hard, the hardest worker on the Brooklyn Nets. Yep. Respected the by heartful. all his teammates. Second, second hardest after Joe Harris. Mm-hmm. Beloved by his teammates, and I think that you know that's that's a guy that could potentially, who might actually have the potential to be a second guy on a contender. Yep. So if, if I LeVert. Am- yeah. The end, I mean, if Levert, Kyrie, and KD can all play Fantastic at the same time next year, not this coming year, but the year after, who knows? This is a chance though, at the end of the day, for the Nets we just gotta take, say fuck it, see what happens.
0: Yeah. And okay, so here here are my concerns with the Nets. I want and then and then we'll get on to a few other teams. Sounds but good. here here are my concerns with the Nets. Maybe you can help me with them. Okay. I feel like they got worse, and this is why, for next year. Not, not the, year, the year after. We're only talking about next year right now. Mm-hmm. So Durant is not going to play a single game next year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that is $35 million of your payroll that you don't have. Cool. They, <laughs> they essentially replaced Jarrett Allen with DeAndre Jordan. And Nick Claxton. And Nick Claxton, because the, I, I, I would bet money that Jarrett Allen is not on the team next year. Probably. They're, they're, they're shopping him, and it, he's going to have some interest. Mm-hmm. Um, then you replace Damari Carroll, Jared Dudley, and Travion Graham with Torian Prince. And Garrett Temple. And Garrett Temple, excuse me, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you replace D'Angelo Russell and Shabazz Napier with Kyrie Irving. And Jalen Hands. And Jalen Hands. Now, there's concern with Kyrie Irving. Obviously, he always misses a lot of games. These are his last few years of, of games played. Last year, he missed 15 games. The year before that, he missed 22. The year before that, he missed 19. The year before that, he missed sorry. I'm also doing math in my head here. The year before that, he missed 13. The year before that, he missed 10. The year before that, he missed 18. The year before that, he missed 30. Uh-huh. So, so he's going to miss games. He's never. He's never played more than 72 games in a year. Okay. So not having him for those games, when you, when you compare it to the fact that D'Angelo Russell last year, I believe only missed, like, a few games, right? D'Angelo um, Russell last year played 81. Okay. So he missed one game last year. Not having that point guard depth and only having Dinwiddie is going to be huge.
1: Here's the thing. I expect more from Jalen Hands than other people do this year. Okay, that's this, fair. I'm actually not really I like talking him. just about Jalen like Hands, though. Yes, and honestly, I just completely trust Sean Marks with point guards and that's the fair. Nets scouting staff because don't, people need to not forget, the Nets picked up Yogi Ferrell on the scrap heap when nobody wanted him, nobody gave a shit what he was doing. He, they, were a nice, they played a nice role in his development. Unfortunately, they weren't able to hang on to him. But you know what? They, they did a good job there. Isaiah Whitehead, even though I don't know where the fuck he is right now, he, he played well for the Nets. He played well for the Nets. Can, um, I, can I give a good name that I'd like to see in the Nets?
0: Uh-huh. As a backup point guard that you could get for a minimum? Uh-huh. Someone who's been on the Nets before Shane Larkin. Great. Shane Larkin, come over. Come over to Brooklyn, Shane Larkin. Let's do
1: it. He, also, he,
0: he was just named like Euroleague MVP. We know he fantastic. can play in the
1: NBA. I agree. And another thing with the Nets that makes me not as concerned about Kyrie um, getting hurt, which, which would be a problem, obviously. There's, there's no doubt about it. That would be an issue. But Karis Levert played point guard in college. Yeah, so that is LeVert true. Levert is someone who can handle the ball and whatnot. Um, and however, though, if everybody stays healthy, not only is I think Levert the biggest X factor, but also my man Kurutz, Rodion's Kurutz, if he uh, gets his yep. three point shot better, if he gets, gets stamina, a little stronger. If he gets stronger, if he gets stamina, because Kourouz was fantastic for his first 20 games, and he only played 20 games in Europe before the Nets drafted him. So he just completely, even though he kept playing his ass off, played good defense, irritated the shit out of Blake Griffin, fantastic game to watch. (laughs) Um, He he did tail off, uh, especially his shot. Like, he just couldn't hit shots by the end of the season. However, you know, if those guys, uh, you know, play well and the Nets get some good minimum guys, which I think they can, just because I, I trust Marks with that kind of stuff. Uh, who knows? The, Net, the, Met, the Nets might be better or worse. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. have to see. We'll see. We'll see.
0: So let's, let's go through a few of the, uh, a few of the signings here, because our, our goal in this show is to touch on, even if it's just like a 10-second like a grade, is we want to touch on every single signing. Let's do it. So let, let's, let's go through, and when we get to, uh, I feel like Nets was the main team to talk about. But mm-hmm. as as so as we go through, then we're gonna talk about uh, like if there's things we notice. So let's talk, start with the Orlando Magic. Okay. They sign Al Aminu to a three-year, twenty-nine million dollar deal, which is, I think, very cheap for Al Aminu. I agree. I think that's a steal to get Al Aminu. The problem is, actually, I'm gonna go through their other signings for also. Then they got yes. Michael Carter Williams for a one-year minimum. <laughs> After how he played in the playoffs, I don't mind that. Whatever, give him another uh, shot.
1: Yeah, I guess so. You know, he can have fun playing with the D leaguers. You know, he can give them some veteran leadership of like, you know, how yeah. like maybe you should work on your shot if you want like a <laughs> consistent spot in the NBA. Okay, on to the next one.
0: Then, then they, uh, then they sign uh, Vucevic to a four-year, 100 million, Oof. which is, huh, I mean, it's 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 an overpay, but I mean, he was an All Star last year, and it, it, is, was, what it is, I guess. It was,
1: it was the asking price for Vucevic. However, yeah. we get to this. Let me. I'll say a few things after you finish the signing.
0: Okay. And the last one is Terrence Ross' a four-year, $54 million deal. Ooh. Which is about $14 million a year. And that is the first signing of the day, besides DeAndre, but that's different because that's a tax. Um, that's the first signing of the day that screams 2016.
1: Okay, I completely agree with you on that one. And is it... Let me I'm not I may be wrong about this, but what year did was Terrence Ross someone who got overpaid in 2016? I believe he was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Terrence Terrence Ross has been a lucky dude. <laughs> Terrence Ross, Terrence Ross's last year when he improved his three-point shot and whatnot, saved his career. Terrence Ross might have been making like three, four million dollars this year if he hadn't shot the oh, ball yeah. like he did last year. Here's the thing with the magic though. Like, here's the thing. I understand Magic fans. And, and me, as a Brooklyn Nets fan, last year, it, it, making the playoffs was exhilarating. I had to suffer through Luis Scola and Timothy Mozgov. I had mm-hmm. to suffer through, through some bullshit as a Nets fan. Um, but here's the, if you're the Magic, like this is a shit ton of money to pay for a 7th seed. Like a yeah, team that's going to make is. the 7th seed kind of at best in an it Eastern is. Conference that's gotten like markedly better.
0: Especially when the player who probably has the most potential on your team to be good... Also doesn't know how to shoot a basketball in Markel Fultz. Uh-huh. Um, and Markel Fultz is not the best player on their team right now. but has the highest
1: potential of, a- of any non-Jonathan Isaac player, I think. Shouts out to Jonathan Isaac, who the Magic need to get as many minutes as possible, yeah, so here's which is why I don't, with I don't the Magic. get the Aminu signing.
0: Here's the problem with the Magic. These are, these are now their big guys. Who, who did the Magic take in the draft? I don't remember now.
1: They got the guy from Auburn that we liked. Chuma Okazi. What is his name?
0: Oh, oh. Big guy, though, right? Yeah, he's a four. Yeah, so this is now the other big guys. They got whatever the hell his name was that you just said. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that.
1: I don't, I, I don't even know what it was either. Whatever. So,
0: so whoever he is, he's Auburn a... Auburn guy, Auburn guy. Then they have Alpha Rukamino. Then they mm-hmm. have Vooch. Then they have Jonathan Isaac. Then they have Aaron Gordon. Then they have Mo Bamba. Then they have Kem Birch. Then they have, um... Uh... I think Mozgov is still on their team. <laughs> I think Mozgov is still on their team. The, the point is, the point is more, than, more than half their roster are guys that you can't play more than like one at a time. Yes. Oh, they also... Did, did you mention Aaron Gordon? I did mention Aaron. Oh, and, and I think
1: they have Ryan Anderson. I think they do now, yes. Oh my god, this team is just bizarre right now. I mean, I understand Magic have... Uh, they have John Hammond now? Yeah, who I like will essentially go down in history as the guy who took Giannis yep. um, but, and made the Middleton trade, I believe, right? Yes, I think. I don't know. I think so. But, uh, I mean, this, this team right now is bizarre. The Magic needs to make some, some freaking moves like ASAP. And I'm not a massive Bomba fan, but you can't figure out what someone is when they don't get minutes. And paying Vucevic that amount of money means he's going to get minutes. That's a problem. And yeah, they got they got to make some trades, and I think the first person they got to trade is Aaron Gordon. I agree. We were just talking in text the other day about like, it's an annual occurrence. It's a fest. It's a holiday. With there should be a parade. Well, is this going to be the year that we figure out what Aaron Gordon is? Nobody knows yet. Aaron and Gordon. I, I think Aaron he's Gordon, Gordon is, just Aaron is Gordon on my now.
0: list. Aaron Gordon is on my list of guys like Andrew Wiggins and. Um, and and what is and what is his name the uh, the other hyper athletic guy that's like, that hasn't figured it out. Um,
1: Stormy Swift. <laughs> it's
0: the no. Swift Hall of Fame. That's what oh, it is. Right. The point the, the, the point is. Jeff um, Dean, kind of guys. Yeah. The point is, if you're a team like Charlotte with absolutely nothing to lose, it's just like, yeah, why not? Fuck it. See see, see see what he can be. He's already under contract. But yeah, so I don't I don't particularly love the Magic offseason. I love. I love the Aminu signing. That's probably one of the best value signings of the offseason. Uh-huh. But it just, he doesn't fit on the team at all. I don't, I don't love it. I, I get them re signing Vooch, but then why do you use the sixth pick in
1: the draft on a center last year? It makes no sense. It's and t- I understand that like the kid needs to develop because, as I, I once legendarily sung on this podcast, Mo, and we're not gonna do it again. Is very, very raw, yeah. and I mean the guy needs time to develop, but I just, it's just, it's just a weird off season, and it doesn't really look like the magic went into it with a plan. They just kind of freestyle their way through. Anyway, yeah, we should get yeah. on to the next team.
0: And and their point guards are DJ Augustine and Markel Fultz, so they, they have with some the, issues. The disrespect who, to Michael Carter Williams geez. and Michael Carter, was, <laughs> um, or should I, or should I say, or should I say, Game One shut down Kyle Lowry hero DJ Augustine.
1: Everybody, it was hilarious seeing all the analysts who try to like act like they really know stuff, but they don't really. It's like eh, DJ Augustine, you know. Good good point guard, DJ Augustine, yeah. Oh, DJ
0: Augustine is a great backup point guard.
1: Yeah, but nobody what understood that? that. Yeah, like, I, I think I, I might have previously said on this podcast, DJ Augustine was Calvin Cambridge and like Mike. He was yeah. Lil' Bow Wow. He got the fucking shoes from the, the power line, electrified them, and he played like uh, Magic Johnson for that one game. Anyway... Yeah. So um, us should we, <laughs> so let's, should let's, we tackle let's next? Go, let's go to the Kings. I want to talk about the Kings. Okay, let's do it. Trevor
0: Ariza, two-year, 25, with, a, with a, uh, par, a very partially guaranteed second year. <laughs> so, essentially, just a one-year deal. Um Harrison Barnes, four-year, 85, but a diminishing 85. So, by the last year of his deal, he'll only be making about 15. Um... Then who else did they sign? Then they also signed Corey Joseph, three-year, 37. Uh, They signed Dwayne Dedman um, to, like, a three-year 40 or something. Mm -hmm. Three-year 40, yeah. So, they made some moves. Like, oh, they also signed Rashawn Rashawn Holmes, two-year, 10. They got Rashawn Holmes? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, they made moves, again, and this is this is the problem with so many teams is they make moves that are individually, you know, decent and defendable. Like, like, like I I could even justify the Ariza trade in my mind if, for if it was just that one and not combined with all the other ones. If it was like, well, you know, you know, he's going to be a really good veteran to bring in and teach and teach some of the young guys, you know, what it takes.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, and, and remember, they're 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 the Sacramento Kings. They have to pay some kind of premium to get people to go there. Uh huh. But I mean, Corey Joseph is going to get three years, thirty-seven million from them, which is which is basically like what twelve a year?
1: For a backup point guard? Yeah, I really like Corey Joseph. He's a good backup point guard. But your backup point guards
0: making $12 $12 dollars a year? I'd rather I'd rather honestly like pay Shane Larkin the minimum, and you know. Yes, I just, there are certain positions that, if I'm a GM, I'm not investing that much money into because it's so easy to patch together. There's shooting. a lot of point guards you out here. You pay for shooting, but uh-huh. I would not pay. Point guards are a surplus right now. Athletic centers that can rebound and do not and can do not much else are 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 a surplus right now. Those uh-huh. aren't the guys that you can patch those positions together. You pay for shooting. You pay for wings. I just, I don't, I don't particularly love some of these signings. I mean, Ish Smith got two years, $12 Ish Smith is getting paid half of Corey Joseph, and they're probably about the same level.
1: Ish Smith is good. He is good. He's good. Like, it's, 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 here's the thing with the Kings. Like, uh, the thing, the problem with this whole offseason, and I understand the the Barnes deal is front-loaded and all this stuff, but, like... It just they, deals they, I don't under, particularly understand. How how many of these guys are like actually upgrades? Like how many more games does Deadman, Joseph, and Holmes give you if you're the Kings? Like five maybe? I mean yeah, and and remember
0: they're going to be losing Willie Colley Stein. They just made him an unrestricted free agent, so we'll see we'll see where he goes. And it's so they're losing their starting center, but that's why they signed
1: Deadman. Uh-huh. Um, Holmes is a great signing. I love that signing. I really like the Deadman and Holmes signings, but. Yeah, McCoy, they're good. Joseph and I'm a long time detractor of Harrison Barnes. Here's the thing: I, I, I really liked Harrison Barnes back in the day when Dallas got him. I thought that was a great move. I thought they overpaid, but I thought it was worth. I thought it was worth a shot. Yeah, this is just what the fuck. Vlade Divac should have been so happy when Barnes opted out of his deal. He could have used that cap space to do Agreed. other things, and he just got him back. It's just Agreed. dumb. It's I just saw, stupid. Now like I saw teams. a
0: rumor. I saw a rumor, and we'll get to Al Horford a, a little bit later. But I saw a rumor that they were chasing Al Horford. That would have been a terrible fit. That's, that would have been a bizarre fit.
1: The uh, Kings have Marvin Bagley. Did they forget they have Marvin Bagley? I was and, and pick last year, and he's Harry, good. and Harry Giles, who still you know got the potential. Exactly. He's still he's still raw, but you know he's still developing. He's yeah. gotten better every year, I think. So just, the, the point of the, the point of the Kings, and this is very similar to the Magic. Uh-huh. Other
0: than other than uh, Terrence Ross, who I think is a very big overpay, uh-huh. you know, defendable signings individually, but as a collective unit, even Dwayne Deadman, I picked him as like one of my major overpay guys. Three-year forty million is, I guess, fair enough for him. Uh-huh. It's a tiny bit of an overpay, but it's certainly not like uh, you fire your GM over this pay.
1: I agree. It- I agree. I agree. I agree. Let's you know what I think. Well, let's talk about other other uh, teams signing a multitude of guys. I think that it's about time we talk about the New York Knicks for a second.
0: Ooh, okay. I was I was gonna wait on them till
1: the end, but let's 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 do the Knicks. I like it. Let's do the Knicks. You, do you want me to do you want me to intro this here? I know three years, sixty three million with an option on the third year for Julius Randle. I know Bullock and Gibson are both getting two years twenty. And yep. I think Portis is getting two years thirty. Right. Uh what is
0: Portis? I think I think Portis is getting thirty-two for two years, but yeah.
1: All I know is this the Knicks are now for this next season will be paying Randall, Bullock, Gibson, and Portis fifty-eight million dollars combined. This yeah. $58 when fifty eight million dollars. When their second best young player, Kevin Knox, his best position is a four. And here's the thing with the Knicks. Here, I, I understand, I understand on the, 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 the I, I, okay, I understand you want to, you've got young players, you want to surround them with veterans, blah, 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 blah. Use your cap space for bad contracts so you can get assets. It's cap like, space. It's, it's simple. Cap space is good. Cap, cap space, space is an asset. Is Memphis Memphis
0: just got a Golden State first round pick for for taking Eggy. Yes. I mean this is this is this is what you do. You use the cap space. If you're a bad team with nothing to play for, use it as an asset. People teams are desperate to dump guys
1: how is this hard look at Atlanta they got soft they've got they're stuck with Solomon Hill and Crabb but now they've got Cam Reddish yeah and they've got and they and they've got other picks the the Hawks have more assets the, the, smart teams don't do dumb shit the Knicks are a dumb team and you know what I just feel validated right now because everybody and you included well you know I love you but and maybe this wasn't Scott Perry's fault maybe this was dumb ass Steve Mills. Scott Perry here. maybe this was Steve Mills but everybody's saying oh yeah Scott Perry yeah Knows what he's doing. Knows what he's doing. I will say one thing. You know what? Scott Perry, who was an, he was an assistant to He was an assistant for a long time for a man named Joe Dumars. You know what Joe Dumars did? He once spent all his team's cap space on Ben Gordon and Charlie Villanueva. So Joe here's, here's just pissed on cap space. Joe Dumars thought cap space was a disadvantage. I wouldn't be surprised if a little bit of Joe Dumars rubbed off on Scott Perry. Here's the thing: look, he's, Scott, he's, my, my I, Scott I just Perry is ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's a ridiculous offseason by the Knicks. Cap space is good. You dumbasses will take the floor. The, the floor is yours.
0: I still defend Scott Perry, and here's why: he is not in charge of basketball operations. Steve
1: Mills is. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not defending Steve Mills. Yeah, no, I, I I said Steve Mills. I was I was dissing Scott Perry a little bit just because I think that it's so bogus. But it's, Steve Mills has been there for so long. He is he yeah, maybe well, no, I'm, it, blame, as I'm as bad as Dolan Steve is. Mills. As bad as Dolan is, Steve Mills is a massive, a massive, massive part of why the Knicks have been incompetent for so goddamn long. Exactly. I mean, it's easy.
0: It's it's much easier to deal with a bad owner if you have a good GM. I mean, I think, think David Griffin right now is making Gail Benson look great.
1: Uh-huh. It's, it's,
0: <laughs> it's, I mean, David Griffin wanted to come to New York, but they wouldn't. Did you, did you, did you read this story? No. David Griffin wanted to come to New York. He called the Knicks and said, I want to be your GM. Dolan said, that's fine, but we're not making you president of operations. You have to be under Mills. So oh Griffin God. said, never mind. Back to NBA TV. I go. The Knicks are just idiots. This is, it's, it's idiocy. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Um, now, I will say this. This is the best. This is one, one of the major Knicks flaws many years in a row has been, oh, no, we didn't get anyone. Let's just throw a lot of money at someone for a lot of time. At least all of the, all of the two-year deals that they gave all have team options after the first year. So they uh-huh. could still, they're still going to have like 90 million in cap space next year.
1: Yeah for hope. Then the year
0: after that, well exactly, there's no one in free agency next year, but the year after that, if they were to actually get their shit together, is a really good free agency class of 2021 highlighted by people like Ben Simmons if he if he was to want out of Philly cuz I think that's entirely possible. Mm-hmm. Uh Janis, Paul George and Bradley Beal. Giannis
1: ain't going to New York. Oh, no, no, <laughs> especially, especially after how they treated his brother. I wouldn't be shocked if the, if the Knicks got Paul George just because Paul George would probably be washed by then. And the Knicks, you know, they, love the, they love overpaying a washed guy. So yeah. I hope Paul George isn't washed by then so he doesn't sign with the Knicks because I like Paul George. The point but is, the point is I'm, in, I'm, impressed. I'm impressed that
0: the guys they brought in weren't washed superstars for way too much money for way too much time. So they improved in that aspect. All the guys they signed are hardworking, good role players for your locker room. Uh mm-hmm. So I, so I'm not gonna give. Yeah, it sucks that the Knicks missed out on K. Day, but it's it, that that's not that, that's not like that's not even
1: Steve Mills' fault. I blame that on probably on probably Dolan. I guess Dolan's I mean, definitely he, the root of that problem. Dolan's definitely the root of that problem. This stuff has to get along. Get get get. This this has to be something that travels in league circles and. Not has to be. This is something. Dolan's a terrible owner. He plays the guitar on team planes after losses. Dolan well, so, is does an... so
0: does Nick Nurse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dolan is one of the worst owners in not only NBA history, because Donald Sterling takes the cake over Dolan, let's be completely honest here, and, Rob, and, and Bobby Sarver is definitely in the mix. I still but think he's worse. Dolan's one of the worst owners in sports history. That's a fact. And Knicks so, fans, I feel terrible for Knicks fans, right? But here's the thing. Yeah. Knicks fans, and this is easier to be said than done, but personally, as someone who quit watching the NFL, I feel, I feel like I can say this. Be the change you want to see. You know what? You don't like the owner, don't buy tickets, don't buy jerseys. Don't go to the games. I think the Knicks we'll fans, the Knicks we'll fans should stage a weekly protest. They should stage a James Dolan sell the team march. Just yelling at him games doesn't do it. You got you got to just make life so uncomfortable for James Dolan that his life would be more comfortable if he didn't sell the team. It's like this. I think I, I'm not remembering this episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm um, uh, probably well. But here's, I remember at one point, Larry David wants to break up with his girlfriend. And Larry David's girlfriend isn't going to break up with him. So you know what? He gets her. He becomes he's such a he behaves like such a jerk and does so many Larry yep. David things that she to, to make her break up with him. That's what the Knicks fans need to do. It's the Larry yeah. David, it's the Larry David method. That's all I have to say.
0: So so let's 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 power few, power through a few signings here without even just going too deep in. Let's just like, you know, quickly talk. Like literally just like a grade. Yep. Rodney Hood, two years sixteen million to the Blazers. Uh I'll give that a B minus. I'll give. I'm, I was going to give it a B. Mario Hizonia, one year minimum contract with the Blazers. A. C Why plus. not? Why C not? Plus. Trust. Trust,
1: trust your. Out. Trust okay. your training
0: staff. It's a total whatever. The whatever we'll say.
1: I agree with that. Honestly, I I'll give it a B minus just because I do trust I don't like his I never liked his No, not neither,
0: neither do I, but I love I love I the idea the of them taking staff. in a
1: former a former lottery pick and fixing him. I mean look I mean
0: they, they, they've done that. I mean they they saved Mo Harkless's career and Aminu's career and I agree. Jake Lehman and uh Pat Connaughton. I, I, I trust them.
1: I agree. On
0: to the next one. All right we're we're just going through quickly here. JJ Berea, one year minimum to the Mavs.
1: Love it. Lifelong three. Mavs. Hey uh Pat Bev, three year forty million to the Clippers B-plus, a little much for Pat Bev, but you know what? He's something they had to retain. I love Pat yeah. Bev, really. What can I say? Yep, I, I, B-plus, I think he's good. Boyan
0: Bajanovic, four years, $73 million to the Jazz.
1: That's a lot for Boyan. I'm going to be honest. I think that is that could be a slight overpay, but I love the, what this Jazz starting lineup looks like going into next season. I don't think the Jazz... Are gonna make the 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 the, the, the NBA Finals, but they have this chance. is a team I could. They have they, they have a chance. They have a chance. They need to improve their bench now. But Conley, you
0: give
1: it. I I didn't give it a grade yet. Okay. Conley, Mitchell, Boyan, Ingles, Gobert. I give this a. I I give this an A minus because nobody else is going there, and also. Also, just just to piggyback off of that, Ed Davis, two years, 10 million. Am I right for the Jazz? Yep. A plus, great. Yep, I was gonna get to, I was gonna get to that one. I give I give Ed
0: Davis an A. Forever, the most under underrated guy in the league.
1: Forever, he was um, great for the Nets last year.
0: But yeah, for Bayanovich, I would actually give that about an A minus two. It's again, it's an overpay for him. But the league is wide open right now, and you're Utah. You have to pay a, again a premium to get players to come there. Exactly. He, he's he's going to be a good fit. He's now you've gone from last summer or last last playoffs where all you the only guy in your team that could create a shot is, is Mitchell. to now you have three with Conley, Mitchell,
1: and Bayanovich. And
0: Bayanovich was a twenty point per game scorer last year.
1: I agree. And if the Jazz take a flyer on Jabari Parker this offseason, I give this offseason an eight plus. Eh. Eh. Jabari Parker's a Mormon. Oh, love it there. <laughs> Why not? You yes. can't get so many free agents if you decide go for Jabari. All right, Malcolm, Malcolm Brogdon, four-year, $85 million to the Pacers. Okay, I understand Ma- Malcolm Brogdon's very good. He might get better. Even Malcolm Brogdon right now is a really good player, and he's a really nice fit with Oladipo. But that being said, like, fuck. Yeah, that's, billion billion a year for Malcolm Brogdon? That's a like, lot shit. of money for Malcolm Brogdon.
0: Jeez. I, as, on a basketball point of view, I love the fit with him and Oladipo. I actually really love the fit with him and Oladipo, but it's counting on, and I feel terrible saying this, and I pray it's not the case, but it's counting on Oladipo returning it a player he was before, uh-huh. and I pray he does, because is one of the most fun, genuinely good dudes in the league, uh-huh. but it's a lot of money to commit to someone where you, when you don't know what your best player is going to be like.
1: I completely agree with that. I wouldn't I wouldn't, I I wouldn't three now.
0: If Oladipo was totally healthy, well they have TJ Warren now. remember they stole him from Phoenix. Oh. <laughs> um if, that's T, if, hilarious. if if Oladipo was totally healthy, this Brogdon deal is a little more justifiable, but Brogdon, I mean, he's 27. He is what he is.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm giving us a B to B minus.
0: I'm I'm going to give it a C plus. I like the basketball fit, but money-wise this is tough. Mhm. It's tough. Um Next up, Thomas Bryant, three-year, $25
1: million. I give this an A. You're the Wizards, and you're, you're stuck in cap hell. Bryant's, like, 21 years old. He had a really nice season last year. Fuck it. Give him the money. Yeah, good, good starting
0: center. Paying him less than $8 million a year. I, I like it. I like it. Reggie Bull—oh, we, we already talked about him. Um, Damari Carroll, two-year, $13 million to the Spurs. Talk C. about a Spursy guy. See? <laughs>
1: I give it a C. He's a total Spurs guy, but I just. Demari was good last year. I give it a B minus. I think the Spurs team, if they're they, just, they're just treading,
0: they're just treading water. It's really weird. I don't, I don't particularly like what they've been doing. I mean, they're, they're just paying for. They're just paying for guys that are all just you know more than happy to take a mid range shot. I don't particularly love what they're doing, which okay, means that Popovich is going to win the championship, but. <laughs>
1: Okay, I understand that. For Tamari Carroll, it's not bad. I just don't understand what they're doing. I just like the. I like a lot of the Spurs' young pieces. My man Dejounte Murray's coming back this year. Another year of Lonnie Walker. They've got Samanich or whoever they took in the first round. They've got Keldon Johnson. It was a huge steal, like pick number thirty-one. I believe in the Spurs. The Spurs are going to be fine. And Yaka And Jakob Purtle. The Spurs yep. have the Spurs have guys. I think they'll be fine no matter what. Burton's is still good. Brent Forbes still good. The Spurs yeah. will figure it out.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt it. I just, it's tough. All right, I next up, next up, Seth Curry, three, or sorry, four year, thirty two million. I, I don't hate this. I don't so hate bad. this. It, it, it is a lot of money, but again, I said it before. The one position, or sorry, one of the positions I, I think you need to pay for is shooting, uh-huh. and Seth Curry can shoot. Seth, Seth Curry can be part of a seven, eight man rotation in the playoffs. I think that's worth paying for. I completely agree lot, with that. Actually, it, a lot of guys that are that are going to get paid, I don't love them playing. I mean, seriously. I mean, we'll we'll get to some of these signings in a little bit. Um, but would you? Who would you rather play in the playoffs? I mean, Seth Curry or Ricky Rubio? I'd rather play Seth Curry, honestly. I completely agree with you. And, honestly, and, I'm, I'm going to shooting for shooting. Shooting's a premium in the league. The shooting, you have to pay a lot for. He's a good fit in Dallas. He's been in Dallas before. We know he likes it there. I mm-hmm. think he'll be a good fit next to Luka because he's a point guard, who doesn't need the ball in his hands, and can shoot the lights out. I agree with you. Honestly, I'll give it an a It, it again, eight million is a eight million is kind of a lot, but for a guy that can be part of a seven man rotation in the playoffs, as we saw with Portland, Seth, Seth Curry is the perfect guy for. You know, you're you're in the third quarter. You're up by ten, and now the both both bench units are in. The other team cuts it to five. Seth Curry hits back to back threes to push it back to eleven.
1: I I know. I completely agree with that. And Dallas like is that. a Dallas is in a position that I think that they could end up maybe being even the fifth seed or something in the West next year, depending on how good Porzingis is. And supposedly the reports coming from Dallas, so that he looks really good. He looks really good, like his old yep. self. They Dirk give him a is max. working with him. They gave him the max, and though Cuban's never been shy with his checkbook, you know, I, I have a lot of, I got a lot of faith in Dallas, so I, I'll, give, I'll give Curry, like I said, an A- for that. Okay.
0: Next signing, which is literally breaking news right this second. Isaiah Thomas, one-year deal to the Washington Wizards. Ooh. hey, <laughs> hey, why not? A, seriously, it, it's going to be a minimum contract. You have no point guards in your roster because Wallace Hurt and Sadoransky it, it got traded. I, I give it an absolute A. Why the hell
1: not? Fantastic if you're Washington. Fantastic. Worst if it case, doesn't
0: work out, you're trying to lose anyway. Yeah,
1: It's great. Great. I love, love it. it, Yeah. Fantastic. On to the next one. Next up, Troy
0: Daniels, one year minimum to the Lakers. A plus. A, A plus 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 plus. That is my favorite signing besides Kemba Walker of the entire of the entire offseason.
1: That's my second favorite, next to Terry Rozier on the Hornets. Oh, that, we'll get signing, that one. Don't you worry. That <laughs> signing has made me so happy just because it's given me an effortless supply of laughs for the next <laughs> four years. It's I, That's my favorite signing. Not because f- it's good, because it's, 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 it pleases me. It pleases yeah. me out of Tim hilariousness. Frazier.
0: Tim Frazier, one-year minimum contract to the Pistons. Again, point guards are a surplus. You can get Tim Frazier for a minimum. Why are you paying, you know— I just... Corey Joseph. Like, why are you paying Corey Joseph $12 million if you can get Tim Frazier for a minimum?
1: Yeah. Tim Frazier.
0: Yeah. All the Pistons,
1: A. I'll give I'll give it a B plus because the Pistons just like guards who can't really shoot, so... Well, yeah, but he's a solid point guard, and you're, not, and you're paying
0: him the minimum. Why not? Yeah, why not? Rudy Gay, two-year, $32 million with the Spurs. That's
1: a fucking lot from Rudy Gay. That it's is a his lot career. of money Jesus. for the Spurs. Okay, I believe in the Spurs. I believe in the Spurs. They got a great track record, but... Uh, On the surface, I give this a C plus, maybe C, C, D. Yeah, this it's just a fucking lot
0: for Rudy Gay. Like Uh, Rudy Gobert. Sorry, sorry, not Rudy Gobert. Sorry, Rudy Gay is a good
1: player, but he is not a sixteen million dollar a year player. He's not. I wonder if the the Spurs have. Do you think that they might have like some ulterior motive as far as using him as salary to flip him for somebody or someone?
0: I don't I don't like the signing how as it is. Who the fuck knows? We'll see. All right, next next one. Gerald Green, one year minimum rockets. A. Great. A. Mario sorry, we already talked about Mario Zone, yeah. George Hill, three year twenty nine million to the Bucks. B, uh... because you know what you're getting from him.
1: I want two years of George Hill. I don't want three years of George Hill. George Hill I thought was washed until the Bucks picked him up last yeah. year because he looked dead on the Kings and looked dead on the Cavs for the most part. I give, it, so... I give it a
0: B because you lost Brogdon, so you need that playmaking. But I don't particularly love giving George Hill about $10 million a year. I agree. B. B. A basketball fit I like. Contract I don't. So the A and the C average out to a B. Sounds good. Um, next up, Tobias Harris, five-year max with Philly.
1: Oof. Uh, this a, is, okay, this is an overpay, and it's fucking obvious because Harris is, like, a third, fourth guy on a contender, and he evaporated in the second round of the playoffs last year, yeah, but um, they they, they, they had to do this. They had to do this because they lost Shemet and whatever they gave in that bad trade to the Clippers. They, like, had to re-sign him, so I'll give this a B.
0: Yeah, they had to re-sign him. They didn't really have a choice. Um, It's a huge overpay. It's a lot of money for Tobias Harris. Yep. But... Uh, I don't, again, I don't really know what choice they had. They had to keep him, and if they weren't going to max him out, someone else was. And for Elton Brand's job security, he had to resign him. Because if he traded Landry Shamet and that Miami pick for for Tobias Harris, didn't get back Pat Bev, and then lost Tobias Harris after half a year, oh, his, he would have been fired so quick.
1: I agree. Will, while we're on the subject of Philadelphia, you want to just run through the the uh the butler trade and the Horford signing just while we're there yeah and also
0: actually I don't know, but i want to start off before that they just signed Kyle O'Quinn to a 1 year minimum contract a. a a easy love it O'Quinn love it. is
1: always great good locker room guy hustles gets rebounds can play in a playoff game yeah O'Quinn is so underrated so O'Quinn, underrated
0: o'quinn is a poor man's dwayne Deadman. i agree i agree now i want to get i want to do my al horford talk okay because I'm seeing a lot of angry Celtics fans at Al Horford. Yeah. Including a lot of people that I know. Including a lot of people that I respect and follow on Twitter. <laughs> I am not here for this Al Horford slander. Uh uh-huh. I am a diehard Celtics fan, and I hate Philly. But if Philly wants to pay Al Horford four-year $112 million deal... Then, yeah, go to Philly. How old is Al Horford? Al Horford is 33 years old. Fuck. 34 years old. The last two years of that deal are going to be bad. It's going to be bad. And, and, I, look, I love Al Horford. Al Horford has been my second favorite player, third favorite player after, after Brown and Smart these last few years. I love him. Al Horford is more responsible for Isaiah Thomas becoming a superstar than a- anyone just Mm -hmm. because of what he does on a basketball court. Mm -hmm. And I think that Kyrie's biggest fault, out of every fault that Kyrie Irving did, and Kyrie Irving had a lot, and I'm actually, I want to get to a few Kyrie Irving quotes as I'm thinking (laughs) about it right now. Kyrie Irving, October 2017, yells at Celtics assistant coach, suck my dick. Oh, Jesus. Kyrie Irving, November of
1: 2018. Fuck Thanksgiving. Remember that one? That was funny. Okay, I understand... Okay, I'm a critic of Thanksgiving, to be honest with you. So he's okay, Native I'm not, American. I'm not with Kyrie on, on, on the fuck Thanksgiving, but honestly, I never understood really the pointless the, the, the idea of like the Native Americans and Thanksgiving and yeah, we killed whatever. we we, gen- we genocided the Native Americans and now we're February trying to February two thousand nineteen. Some bullshit. Also, turkey's overrated. Turkey's not fucking good. I I hate that everybody has turkey because it's a social construct. Because everybody said, oh, you have to have turkey on Thanksgiving. You know what? My mom cooks, like, nice fucking fish for Thanksgiving. We have some nice shrimp, some nice food. Fucking turkey. Who gives a shit? It's a social construct. I don't like it. I've been eating a
0: lot (laughs) of turkey recently. Pretty much turkey and everything I eat. I love turkey. Um, (laughs) Ground turkey is the best. Okay, back to to Kyrie. February, February 2019. This was the interview that basically made every Celtics fan be like, "You know what? Just go." Like just this is February 2019 is when I put my first down payment on the money I or sorry, to build my own plane. This is this is when this is when I I reserved Kyrie's seat on the plane. Okay. February 2019, he does his infamous interview where he says, "I don't owe anybody shit." And he also goes in and talks about how Brad has never coached a player like him before and doesn't know what it takes.
1: It's bizarre. It's a fucking weird guy. That's Which, by the say. way, by the way,
0: Isaiah Thomas was better than Kyrie Irving. I- Isaiah Thomas is best. And also, no offense to your man Kenny Atkinson, but Kenny Atkinson has not coached anyone that good either. Like, what does he expect? Anyway, we'll fucking and- see.
1: Anyway, Ooh, I
0: don't know. So, so my, so my Al Horford rant. Al Horford, and, I, and I, I've been seeing him getting compared to uh, to Ray Allen a lot, and how Ray Allen left to Miami. This isn't even remotely the same thing. Ray Allen took less money to go to the team that just beat us in the playoffs. Al Horford took way more money to go to the team that we beat in the playoffs.
1: It, Al Horford get your bag, bro. Get your Seriously, bag. That's all I get, gotta say.
0: Just, just get your money. Celtics fans, at least the Celtics fans that actually know what's going on, will always love you. You will al- when you come back in Philly. You will be cheered. I promise you that there will there will be maybe three boos in the entire crowd, but everyone else is going to be cheering because they know that you left. You got your money, and you did everything you possibly could for this team. I love Al Horford. I do, and have no anger towards him. That Al Horford, Al Horford is going to be making almost thirty million dollars when he's thirty eight years old. Good for Al Horford. I'm seriously. T-
1: <laughs> um and well so yes, yeah, so let's talk about jimmy butler now too okay also i want to say about horford i really like the idea that he can take a lot of the load off of mb he's another guy they don't have to worry about playing um uh fuck is his name bobon uh yeah. at center and whatnot and they they re-signed mike scott which i liked uh mike scott's my guy but um the, this on offense it's bizarre because now because of the jimmy butler trade the heat starting lineup is going to look something like the Sixers, uh, the the Sixers starting lineup, excuse me, is going to look something like Tobias, Ben Simmons, Richardson, Horford, and Embiid. And yeah. if Ben Simmons, if Ben Simmons's jump shot is still just non-existent, that's if Ben Simmons comes into next year, if Ben Simmons comes
0: into next year and isn't even willing to attempt three pointers, I'm out on him. Yeah, like, I agree. You're, I mean, this is this will be his fourth year in the league, third year actually playing. This is it, dude. Make or break. Like, if you're not like, you have to at least attempt a three pointer. Um, but Jimmy Butler, is it wrong to say I actually like Josh Richardson on that team better than Jimmy Butler?
1: Okay, this is why I differ because I would agree with that. However, they I need a closer With that, exactly the Heat, all the moves that they have made. In this offseason and last offseason, and last year with the Butler trade, the Harris trade, whatever. Exactly, Philly. Um, all those moves implied that they think that this is their window. And they said it. This is their window. This and is I agree time with that. I agree it. with that thinking. This is the I time when, when Simmons and Embiid were still on their rookie deals. I agree with that. But the funny thing is now that J- they actually gave, were going to give Jimmy Butler the max, and he turned it down because he wanted to go to Miami. Do so, we know he- they offered him the max? Yes, they did. That came oh. out today. Yep, they offered him the max, and he turned That's it down nice. because he wanted to go to Miami. So they did the the sign and trade and whatnot. But if I were the Sixers right now, I would rather have Jimmy Butler than Josh Richardson, just because like Butler did, I think I think get along with Embiid well, and he was yep. liked well liked in Philly. And like you said, he's a closer. He gets points in playoff games. And though Richardson, I really like, he's unproven in that area, and I don't really. I really like Richardson, but I'm not completely sure what he is yet. And the problem is with this Sixers team is that I'm of the mindset that your five best players need to be able to play together in crunch time. And who the fuck is going to guard a point guard on this team? Like, who's going to do it? Like, yep. who's going to do it? I understand Al Horford's a great, Horford's a great defender. Yeah, Simmons, they, they, they definitely it, need to make some more defender. moves. I who think. I think think that... guarding Kyrie? Like, what the hell? It's, it's weird. Which is which is where we get into the sneaky signing
0: that I want the Sixers. Not, not I don't want them to do, but like that I think they should. Just, just screw it. Avery Bradley minimum contract. Throw it oh, at him. Great idea. That's a great idea. That's a fantastic idea. And literally have him go in and guard a point guard. And you know Avery Bradley won't be afraid of the moment. Avery Bradley is not the same player he once was at all. But whatever. I couldn't agree more. Next, next thing, we 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 really got to hustle through these here. <laughs> Uh, next one, uh, Daniel House, three-year, eleven million. Sure, a sure, great B plus, whatever. Uh, Frank Kaminsky, two-year, ten million to the Suns.
1: Say, it's a that's a F. That's an right. F. Just Is this a dumb waste of cap space. I don't understand Suns? it. It's a dumb. You got fucking eight in there, and also Dragon Bender actually showed signs of life last year. He's like twenty-two. Well, he's not on their team anymore. They declined his option. Oh, he's not. Yeah. Oh. Whatever, get someone better than Frank Kaminsky. Frank Kaminsky isn't good. You've got other guys. You've fucking gotten Holmes back. I don't know. It's it's just I, I just think it's dumb. I don't also don't trust anything the Suns do, so I give it an F. Yeah.
0: Ennis Cantor, two year ten million with Boston. A
1: plus. A plus. <laughs> B plus. I love it. I love it. I would have I would have happily given uh Ennis Cantor, like four years thirty five million or something. I love him so much. He's yeah. a- Wait, I've always, gonna, I already said this. You're gonna love him in Boston, bro. You're oh, gonna yeah. fucking I mean, love
0: him. He he plays with a chip on his shoulder every time he goes out. You have to you have to love that. And honestly, I've talked a lot of a lot of bad things about Cantor on this podcast. I know it's he gonna really sound has. like, oh, he's I, I know it's gonna sound like oh he's changing his mind because he's now on the Celtics. And that is a little bit of what it is. But my big down on Cantor has been that you're not winning a title with him on your team. Celtics aren't trying to win a title. Who cares? <laughs> That's why I like this. It's like we don't who cares about defense? Like like, like what do I care if he gets switched on to Steph Curry? It's never going to happen. I don't Canada care. can give you 20 20 effortlessly. That yeah. says something. Yeah, and and give up 40. So <laughs> So 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 who cares? Next signing, Maxi Kleber, 4 year 35 million to the Mavs. D plus. Okay, I really like Kleber, but that's a fucking lot. Yeah, I like Kleber, too. He's a great stretch he's a He's got great chemistry with Don Doncic, but wow, that's
1: a lot of money. You've also got Porzingis on your team, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of money. It's, it's, that's it's a lot of money. I'm giving uh, that a, a, C, a C-, just because yeah, I Yeah really- Yeah,
0: again, I like his fit on the team, but that's a lot of money. I think you can do better things with that space.
1: Well, if you're re-signing Kleber, like, why the fuck you re sign Dwight Powell? They did. Like, why would you do that? You oh, gotta, oh. I get both of those guys. Take one of them.
0: Yeah. Next one, Jeremy Lamb, three year, thirty million to the Pacers. Is it kind of much for
1: Jeremy Lamb?
0: It's no, because Jeremy Lamb had a fantastic year
1: last year. Okay, he didn't have a great year. Just somebody else had to take shots. That wasn't named Kemba Walker.
0: And I and I and I like again. I like his fit with Oladipo. But I and again I feel terrible saying this. I don't like investing money around a player when you have no idea what he's gonna come back and be. It's really risky.
1: It is, but you know, you gotta if you're the pacers, you gotta take that chance and just yeah. hope it's the best, you know.
0: All right, next one. Uh Brooke Lopez, four year fifty two million for the box. A.
1: I, I love Brooke Lopez. I think this might be a tiny bit much, but because just because he is getting a little long in the tooth, but I absolutely I love Brooke Lopez, my guy, my guy, my guy. The reason Brooke I Lennett's give it an A, Famer. I give it an A because they didn't have another choice. They had to do it. Yeah, I give it an A because you have
0: basically like one or two more years to convince Giannis that he wants to stay here you you keep the players that makes him happy. Bingo. It's it, this isn't this isn't like this this isn't like the Kings throwing 4 year 52 at Brook Lopez. This is trying to keep the players that, the players that your best player loves and I oh. he's a great fit for the team, which leads into the next player of Robin Lopez for 2 year 10 million a hey, to the Bucks.
1: Oh, A+. Plus. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I love fantastic. It. And the
0: Lopez Bros. Oh my god, the content from that team. Oh god,
1: it's bro. It's going to be fantastic. Lopez I, bros I love and Robin Giannis. Lopez. Yeah, I love oh, they- Robin Lopez. Amazing. Dante DiVincenzo and <laughs> the fucking Instagram selfies on the plane. It's going to be great. Wes-,
0: Wes Matthews, one year minimum to the Bucks. Sure, why not? I-, I don't even know what what grade to give it. It's just like a total, like, whatever move. He's a good locker room guy. He's, cool. he's-, he's a good bench player. He'll replace some of the shooting, I guess, of Brogdon and...
1: You could do a lot worse with like Wes Matthews as your tenth man.
0: Yeah. Saying. Yeah, could be much worse. You know, I'm giving it a B plus. Because yeah. if it doesn't work out, then whatever. It's a minimum contract and it's yeah. Wes Matthews. Chris Middleton, five year one seventy eight. It's a Holy. lot of money for Chris Middleton, but again, you keep your best player
1: happy. I agree. I'll give it a B plus just because I think that's absurd for Chris Middleton. But you know what? It's it's a lot of
0: money for Chris for for a guy that I think has to be the third best player on your team. If not fourth. Yeah.
1: I I agree I agree but you know he kills the Celtics and the Celtics are going to keep playing the Bucks in the playoffs probably for the foreseeable future so I th- yeah. I think you keep you ju- yeah like you said you just got to keep your you got to keep Giannis happy do what you got to do
0: yeah all right next one and this is my biggest F of the entire oh I know what's coming <laughs> what, what do you think is coming I guarantee you don't oh this is not Terry Rozier this is not oh, Terry Rozier yeah oh wow oh boy this is Jamal Murray oh. Five-year, $170 million deal. So this means that in years three, four, and five, he's going to be making almost $40 million. Ooh. Whoa! Fuck, that's a lot of money for Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray Murray has potential to be, you know, like a good third best player on a team. But... What was the rush to pay him? He's not a free agent until next summer. Now you're just tying up your cap. See what other teams are offering. Do what the Celtics are doing with Jalen. See see what other offers he's getting, and then and then deal with it next summer. It's the same thing they did with Smart or Regier. It's you just you wait. There's no rush right now. Phoenix ru- jumped the gun with Booker, and even though they were going to max him out anyway, it ruined all their financial flexibility.
1: I think the the Denver GM, whatever Arturis, whatever his name is, uh. Uh, is, sorry to disrespect him like that. It's no disrespect. But, um, I, you know, he's done a great job in Denver, but th- like you said, I think that move is just, it's, it's just not great. It's just, it's just not right yeah. as, as far as the, is the situation right now.
0: Yeah. Next one. Max contract for Chris stops to stay with the Mavs.
1: A plus you got to do it. Why not? Chris I you can't, you can't. Yeah,
0: I mean, y- y- you traded for him, you have to do it. I don't even know what grade to give it because you haven't seen him play basketball in a year and a half, but you, you had to do it once you traded for him because if you didn't give him, he was going to leave. Uh-huh. Um, next one, J.J. Redick, two-year, 26 to the Pelicans. He checked Griff. Love it. A. Great,
1: A, great, great, Austin, for- Austin Rivers.
0: Austin Rivers, two-year minimum contract with the Rockets.
1: Fantastic, A plus. Hey, whatever.
0: He, he's he's a player that can get hot and score fifteen points in a quarter, and you're getting him for a minimum contract. He
1: can play. He can score in a playoff game that's,
0: and a fantastic that's defender.
1: Valuable, very Derrick, valuable.
0: Derek Rose, two year, fifteen million to the Pistons. D-minus. Come
1: G-. on, seriously.
0: We just talked. I, I, again, I'd rather, I'd rather have Seth Curry. I'd rather, I'd rather have, I'd rather have George Hill. I'd rather have, I'd rather have Tim Frazier. I mean, I just. Why the fuck do the Pistons like guys who can't I shoot? Know. I don't know. It's they a have it's Bruce a Brown on
1: their team and they have now Derek
0: Rose now? Derek Rose, fit. here's the thing. It's a terrible fit. It's
1: all name. It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. It's it's just stupid to me. It's stupid. That's what it is to the Pistons. Ish Smith is better. I would rather have Ish Smith than Derek Rose. Derek Rose, yep. just to say he was a valid sixth man candidate for, for the first half of last year until he shot like five of forty from three to end the yep. season. Which yep. is what Derek, you can expect from Derek Rose. Yeah, and so Derek Rose got
0: paid because he scored fifty points in a game this year
1: and cried afterwards. Yes, and he's. I honestly, I've always been mad at Derek Rose because I thought that he deserved more criticism for his rape trial than he did because he said some things like uh, didn't he didn't understand things,
0: what consent was.
1: Like what are you f- fucking? Like what? What is wrong with you, you idiot? Like that's that's yeah. that's crazy. That's crazy to me. That sounds like he he did so. Do- Something he should be in jail for. So anyway, oh yeah. but uh, yeah, he he's a turnstile on defense. It's a downgrade for the Pistons. Yeah, rough fit and whatever.
0: Okay, my my next signing. I'm giving it a before I even read it, Julian. I'm giving it an F minus 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 <laughs> minus 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 <laughs> times ten. I wonder what it is. <laughs> Terry Rozier, three year, fifty eight million to the Hornets. Did they watch a Terry Rozier game last year? I watched every game Terry Rozier has played for the last four years. I, I I am speechless at the con. They so they wouldn't give Kemba more than like twenty five million, but they were cool giving Terry Rozier twenty. I I don't Michael Jordan. It's it this. It's time to turn in your ownership card. It's done. It's Kupchak, done.
1: It's time to retire. That's what it is. Mitch Kupchak needs to go somewhere. He needs oh to go. He should God. be paid to live in Samoa for the rest of his life. You just get is on the beach. That's what their Mitch backcourt.
0: Their backcourt is going to be Terry Rozier and Malik Monk, which oh means that they're going to give up about 70 points a game and score about 60, shooting 35% from the field. How this is going it? to be hysterical.
1: It, rebuilding the Hornets is not fucking rocket science without Kemba. You no. take. You use and your you cap clear space. the cap space. You don't sign guys that. Oh my god! You don't I don't. Or the Hornets also have a few promising young players. As far as my man Monk, I still have. I still have some stock in him. PJ Washington, I, I think, can be really good someday. Like, uh, Bridges, this. like you know, they they've, Dwayne Bacon. They've got some. They've got some guys there, but like. This is just ridiculous. This is an A-plus for me because I'm just going to keep laughing for the rest oh, of the summer over no, oh, the yeah. next three years. It's going to well, be a let lot Let me
0: clarify. Fun. It's, a, it's an F-minus for, <laughs> for the team. It's an A-plus for my humor. How many I Hornets games are you gonna going to watch? How many Hornets games am I going to watch? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> All of them. I'm going to get a bag of popcorn. as you going to be like, oh, the Celtics are... Whoa, Terry Rozier has already taken 15 shots in the first quarter. Yeah, I'm going to go turn that on. Okay, next signing. I've said enough about Terry Rozier on this podcast. Terrible, terrible, terrible signing. Next one. Ricky Rubio, three-year, 51 million to the Suns. Um, it's a lot of money for Ricky Rubio. Uh, there, again, I keep talking about this, this premium these teams have to pay. Phoenix has to pay a premium for a point guard. It it's a huge it's a huge huge overpay, but I like the basketball fit.
1: I agree with that. It's a, it's a massive overpay, I think, for Rubio. But yeah, it's it's a nice basketball fit. But and and, and the Suns did need someone who knew how to play the position of point guard. Yeah, I understand I that, but use your cap space. Yeah, to I give it get bad contracts and get fucking assets. It's not rocket science. I give it oh, actually a higher grade. Like if like if I was the GM of of the Suns,
0: I wouldn't have done this signing. But I actually give the signing about a B just because I think that for the first time in Devin Booker's entire career, they've had a competent point guard. This is also great for Aiton. And it's great for Aiton. Ricky, uh, Ricky Rubio is an NBA pro. I, I actually, I like, I like the basketball fit, and I think it's worth the overpay because you're the Suns. You have to overpay. B minus. Next one. Thomas Saturansky, three-year, $30 million to the Bulls. I like Saturansky. I think he's a good player, um, and I think that he's going to have the chance to start for the Bulls while while Kobe White isn't ready. I think Sadoransky is underrated.
1: I agree with everything you just
0: said.
1: I, I agree with every single thing you just said. A lot of money. A lot I, of money. I, I, I agree with it. That is too that is too much money for Sadoransky, even though I really like him. And this so is going to be interesting to see what happens in the— You know what the Hornets could have done? You know what the Hornets could have done? They could have said, you know what? Fuck Terry Rozier. Chris Dunn is now available. Why yeah. not take a flyer on Chris Dunn, a pass or, versus point guard? Yeah. We can put him with Malik Monk, see what happens. And yep. if he sucks, great. We can tank. Yep. End of story.
0: Yep. Next signing. Mike Scott, two-year 10 million to the to the Sixers. B plus. A plus. I love Mike Scott. Great. Let's do it, Mike Scott. My man. Ish, Ish Smith, two-year 12 million to the Wizards. Um, the contract. Uh, I'd give I'd give about a, a B a B. I like it. I think Ish Smith is underrated. I think that that is Ish Smith is totally the kind of guy that can play d- ten twelve minutes per game in the playoffs. Um, he's a little
1: undersized, but I like him. But I don't I don't get the fit on the Wizards. That's weird. I'm giving it a C minus. Chris Dunn is available now. Spend the try to get him in, who might he still well, not, has well, now potential. That, now they have Isaiah Thomas, so I love that. Sure, you can have Chris Dunn back him up. Yep. Next Great.
0: one, that <laughs> <one>. is Smith. <laughs> Next one is uh, who is it? Clay Thompson, five year max of the Warriors. It's a gamble because he's a torn ACL, but you have to do it. It's whatever. It is whatever. Yep. Next one, Jonas Valanciunas, three year, forty five million on the Grizzlies. I, I give it a plus. I actually I think Jonas Valanciunas is a better than average center. He's a starting center. He they, that is starting
1: center money. It's exactly his market value. I don't mind it. And by the way, he played really well with Memphis last he was year. Great he a bit Memphis of a renaissance. Year. Yep, he's a guy who can start almost every game of the year. You know what you're getting from him. Good teammate. You know, just just I I don't mind it. It's a B. It's a B. All for right. Me. We have three more signings. We're almost done. So let's go, let's, right. let's get through this quick.
0: <laughs> Kemba Walker, four year max to Boston. A plus. A plus. A plus. replaces It replaces Kyrie with with essentially the same exact player who in oh sorry maybe this isn't quick. I'm gonna read this paragraph from his Players Tribune article. So. Kevin Walker wrote a Players' Tribune article saying, like, how excited he is to come to Boston. So this is what he wrote. I'm a leader in my own way. I'm never going to shout at anyone off the court or on. That's <laughs> not nice. I'm never going to be overly negative. It's not my style. But what I do is take pride in making my teammates better. I'm a lead by example type. I will always keep it direct and I'll never be passive aggressive. Can can he subtweet Kyrie in a, in a paragraph and an article oh my god I already love Kemba I think that might have just turned you on more than you ever have been in your life after the shit shit <laughs> I went through with Kyrie <laughs> last year I don't care oh my god if the Celtics win 45 games next year and are the seventh seed in the, by the way I think they're gonna be better than that I think the Celtics are, are literally gonna be the same exact as last year I think they're literally gonna be like the fourth seed Maybe get by the first round and lose in the second round. But it's going to be my favorite Celtics team of all time.
1: It's it's very possible. He was just out here on Newberry Street the other day signing autographs. Whatnot. Today,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah good, for and good for him. It's good. Literally, he's already been out more times in Boston than Kyrie has. Okay, I'm not gonna completely blame Kyrie for that because Boston is a fun city to visit, but living in it, yeah. I like Boston. I like Boston. I go to school in Boston, but New York, there's not a, it's not a comparison. It's hilarious. Can, to, I, can, I make, comparison?
0: can I make one quick 30 second Kyrie rant? I know I've done okay. a lot. Oh, is this about the Instagram post? It's about the Instagram post. I just remembered that. So Kyrie Irving does an Instagram post today saying how his heart has always been in, in Brooklyn and how it's always where he's wanted to be. Yeah. If that's the case, why did you request a trade to the Celtics? Because the Nets it's- sucked. Then, then commit to re-signing at the beginning of this year to the Celtics. And then the when Danny stuff. Ainge asked him at the trade deadline, hey, um, we know you're a free agent at the end of the year. Are you going to re-sign here? Because if you're not, then we'd like to explore moving you so, so we can we can both try to get something out of this. You know what Kyrie said? No, I still plan on re-signing. Shut up with this whole, my heart's always been Brooklyn, It's where I wanted to be. Just okay. come on.
1: <laughs> I just want to say one thing. That video has me be hype as hell. I can't lie. I know this is part of the, the, the trick because Kyrie's a great Instagram. He looks great on Instagram. You know, he's got the, no, got the old white on. No, I'm Enjoy
0: shit. it for five months. It's going to be amazing, the beginning part of the season.
1: Look, I'm, I'm prepared for hell, honestly. I'm prepared for <laughs> Kyrie to be a complete dick and fuck everything up. All yeah. I know is that he had Jay-Z's public service announcement. In- yeah. In the background, while he was fucking dribbling a basketball on the Brooklyn Bridge, right, and that just more, looked really
0: nice. Two more signings: Thad Young, three-year, forty-one to the Bulls. That's decent money for Thad Young. Um, I think he's a great player. I think that he can be a sixth man on a contender. And honestly, like to around thirteen million isn't bad for Thad Young if if it was a contender and he was the missing piece. But it's not a contender. It's
1: the Bulls. F. D minus user cab space. Well I should make a song about people using cab space. Make a t shirt. Make it make that make that make
0: that your next other side clothing side,
1: That's a fact. I yeah. love that. That's fantastic. That all is right. genius. Deadass. I'm doing but, that.
0: But I do I do like Thad Young for that much money. If it was a contender and he was the missing piece. Like if that was if that was like Golden State that signed him for that much, I'd give it an A.
1: I agree. And veteran leadership is great and all, but you could fucking get Jared Dudley and have more cap space. Yeah, it's terrible. Not a good fit.
0: Last mm-hmm. signing here. D'Angelo Russell sign and trade to the Warriors, max contract. A and not because not because of the basketball fit. It's a weird basketball
1: fit. It's a terrible I, basketball fit. I think. Yeah,
0: I give it an A because they got an All Star that they couldn't have afforded otherwise, and didn't lose Kevin Durant for nothing. They'll trade. They'll trade D'Angelo Russell at the trade deadline or next season, and they'll get something for him. And they literally got an All Star in return for Kevin Durant
1: when they were going to lose him for nothing. A A A. I agree. Shouts out to Bob Myers. It's going to be really fun to see what happens with this Warriors team. Also, we already touched on this earlier this episode, but Andre Iguodala, man, it's going to be a fun buyout guy to see. He's gonna oh, be yeah. A fun I, guy.
0: I guarantee Lakers because uh, because uh, Palenka was his old agent before Palenka took over L.A.
1: Ooh, that's don't, interesting. Don't, that don't count sense.
0: that out. Don't count that out.
1: Plus, that makes sense.
0: Now, now, if you're if you're listening, you'll notice that we did not talk about Kawhi Leonard. As of now, we don't know where he's going. We know that it sounds like it's between the Lakers and the Raptors. Um, it's not even worth talking about yet because we have no idea. But Julian, if you had to guess right now in in one word, and then we're done.
1: Raptors. Lakers. Okay. Um, I'm praying about, for I'm okay. Oh God, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Lakers.
0: It's the Raptors. I'm, I'm saying Lakers
1: because I don't want to jinx myself. I need it to be the Raptors. I need it to I'm be the Raptors. Raptors. All right, Kawhi, don't be a pussy. Sign with Toronto. <laughs> All right, that does it for
0: this week's episode of the Scores Table. We'll be back. We'll be back soon enough. Once we have more signings, there is they're gonna they're just gonna keep coming. We we got a whole. I mean, teams are gonna be making trades. Kawhi Leonard's gonna decide. He's still the best free agent for the whole summer. So we'll go see where he
1: goes. Yeah. we got a ton of to trades trade. we didn't even touch on. We, we, oh, yeah. We, oh yeah, we, we, we have
0: a we have a ton, but we've been going long here anyway. So if you made it this far, thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Scores Table. We appreciate it. We hope you had a fantastic Bobby Bonilla day. <laughs> I know that I did. And, uh, and if you liked it, rate, comment, subscribe, whatever. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys next week. See ya.